Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Baking Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. I am the 215-pound Rick Camp alongside the 215-pound Jay Zawoski. Jay, this has been a, a busy week and a lot of weird stuff going on. Oh, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. That's for damn sure. And uh, mm-hmm. before we get started, as, as much as I like to push against any sort of like, hey, uh, let's not make fun of people for their weight or let's not, especially when it comes to that guy specifically, like, let's, yes. stay, let's stay focused. Let's focus on the things that matter. Mm-hmm. Come on, dude. Like, of all the <laughs> thousands of lies he's told, that should right. be the one where people are like, this guy's an effing liar. Yeah. There's no <laughs> 215. Come on, dude. You're too- Wait, you're telling me him and Lamar Jackson aren't the same weight? <laughs> Maybe. No. Yeah, no, I'm telling you that. Yeah. He's closer to Tony Saragusa than he is to Lamar Jackson. That's very true. Kiss my ass. Anyway, <laughs> eh, we probably infuriated some people, but whatever. Yeah. Don't care. Welcome in. Thanks for being with us. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media. That's where you can uh, shoot us all your conspiracy theories and hate mail at I'm Fat Pod on Twitter, <laughs> threads, Instagram. <laughs> Facebook, TikTok, uh, and Patreon. If you want to kick in a couple bucks mm-hmm. a month, you can also do that via the link in our description very, very easily. We would really appreciate that. Other, other ways to support us, I'mFatMerch.com, powered by our friends at Public. Lots of great designs in there. Most of them by our pal Mark Allen Fishman of Unshaven Comics. He's got a new podcast out. You should check out, too. Um, mm-hmm. What else do we need to mention? Oh, five-star reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts go a long way. And listen, we've been asking to get to a 1,000 YouTube subscribers for too long. Yes. All you need to do is take two minutes, go to YouTube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast, and just subscribe to our channel. You don't need to watch a video. You don't need to do anything else. We just need to get over that 1,000 subscriber threshold. We're very close, and if 10% of the people listening to this do that, we'll be over that line, and we would greatly, greatly appreciate that. And especially if you run your parents, you know, social media or YouTube <laughs> and email and that type of thing, just take it for them, too. They're not going to know the difference. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know the difference. Yeah, that would be great. Yep. Please, please, please do that for us. And if you do watch a video on YouTube, if you're watching us, thank you. Make sure you smash that like button for us uh, as you watch. Uh, Just a good rule of thumb for anything on YouTube. All right. Mm -hmm. We got a lot today, buddy. Uh, Yeah, we do. I'm going to start. I've been holding on to this one for a few weeks, but I got to try the McDonald's cookies and cream pie. Yes. Yeah. And I have, I'm not like a big, I've never been a big McDonald's pie guy. I don't know why. It's kind of like, I think when you're making your decision to go to a place, you're kind of going based on, what do I have a taste for right now? And usually when I'm choosing McDonald's, I don't have a taste for sweet. So it's not even really on the radar. You know what I'm saying? So I think that could be why I don't even think of the existence of those. From what I understand, Mm -hmm. the holiday pies are incredible too. Never had one. Will prioritize this winter. But let me tell you, I went in with some not huge expectations. A lot of people have said... 
you know, hey, McDonald's pies are really good. Check them out. And then I saw kind of a lukewarm. It might have been our buddy Rush Schneider um, who gave a kind of a lukewarm review, uh, the cookies and cream one. But, dude, I went in and had one of these. First of all, it is hot, like yeah. warm, 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 which, of course, is preferred. Ask Jim from American Pie. Warm pie is better. And right. this was good. Like the cream inside. <laughs> We're was going del- timely references today. Yeah, you know, I'm old. <laughs> uh, that movie's new. It was what? In the last 25 years. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, it's a new movie for me. Uh, but the the cream inside was warm and it was plentiful. And the, cr- like the crust or the dough was like really flaky, sure. really warm. It was it was really, really good. I was very impressed by it. And now I am. Now I will investigate other McDonald's pies. Yeah, I've, I've, oh, I'm not a big McDonald's person, but when I've gone, the apple pie is generally involved. Really? It's like a staple for yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, a maybe not. At, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's apple. Uh, it's maybe not in every time that I go, but like much, probably I would say at least 50%. Okay. Mind you, I don't go very often, but when I do, but when I do, the apple pie is on the menu and generally it's like the there's a two for whatever deal. So, just bring it here. Give give me like the 20 piece nugget, a fry, and the apple pies and I'm golden. Is it just do they only have apple or are there other ones too? I like, think that's the only consistent one. Okay, like in a regular rotation. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm interested. I I feel like I missed out on this. You have, you 100 percent have. <laughs> All right, because something I something I know some people have done, and I actually have not done this as of yet, is when magically the McDonald's ice cream machine works, Ooh. is you get the apple pie, and then you put the ice cream on top of it, and baby, you got a stew going <laughs> at that point. Like you got apple pie a la mode. Well, I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at them now, and I, this might I, I feel bad because I waited. I forgot to mention it so many times. This mm-hmm. one might be gone already because it's not oh. showing up on the McDonald's menu, but maybe they don't have like their limited time stuff on there. So I don't know. Um, True. But if it's still there, get it. And I will make sure I definitely try a baked apple pie and then I'll try in the holidays, the holiday pie, which sounds awesome. So, yeah. Huge recommend, and it has opened my eye to the world of McDonald's pies. I feel, I almost feel ashamed that this delight existed, and I wasn't. I mean, I was aware of it, but I was kind of like, meh. Yeah, that's. It's funny because, like, I'm probably the least McDonald's forward person of basically anybody that I know, and that's one of the things that I didn't know about that I was here for was the apple pie. It's, so, yeah. It was it's yeah. interesting you're not a big McDonald's person. I think it, it's part it's partially location. I've always had McDonald's closest uh like when I was living at my parents' house and then it was yeah, still Wendy's closest uh at other places I've lived and then yeah, I've just had other options and fell in love with other fast food places and now that like Culver's is the closest one to me right now. So like I'm in a, I'm in a good spot and I haven't really had to rely on McDonald's ever. Yeah. See for me, it's that's the go-to fast food for me. And I know it's not the best, but I think part of it is like the nostalgia factor, the comfort factor. I get mm-hmm. McNuggets. I, I, I like their burgers. Now and again, I'll get some McDoubles, you know, just for like an afternoon snack, get two McDoubles. Yeah. yeah you know, 
something to get me home. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but their Coke is really good. That's usually what draws me there yes. is I'm a little bit thirsty. Their Coke is awesome. So I usually will go for a Diet Coke for McDonald's and then, well, I'm here. Might as well mm-hmm. add a 20 piece. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yep. yeah, it's it's kind of my go to, even though it's like I acknowledge it's not the best, but sure. For the money, I know what I want. I know it's going to be pretty much the same every time I go there. Yeah. And they're easy to find. Yes. You know, like Wendy's can be hard to find in the city. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in the city. Yeah. It's a that, little bit that's rough. Yeah. And the burbs, you're generally pretty safe, but in the city, it can be rough. Well, I kind of, I had, it's kind of reminds me this week. So I, I think I might have mentioned this last week. I'm not sure, but I, I, I had to get, I had to go back to the oral surgeon because they didn't like the way my difficult wisdom tooth was healing. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're going to, you know, we're going to clean it up. So come in. This was on Wednesday. I went in and I didn't know exactly. Maybe I just was half listening or I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Cause I get, I don't know. I get anxious on the phone. I don't know if anyone else is sure. like that. Um, so like, yeah, we'll, we'll clean it up. So come in Wednesday, you know, I said, I'll be able to go to work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can work, whatever. So go in. And for the first time in my life, I got Novocaine. Oh, okay. Very strange. Yes. I could like yes, feel, it is. I could feel everything like pulling and tugging and cutting, but I couldn't feel Yeah, like you, you can pain. feel exactly. You get the pressure, but not the pain. It was oddly like kind of satisfying in a way. Like, I don't know. It was weird. I, that's a different story. So <laughs> this was, I got a debridement, which is a bigger procedure than I thought. Oh yeah. They like cleaned up all the tissue that had grown in and like resealed mm-hmm. everything. So again, Back to mashed potatoes. So I'm driving to work on. I did not go to work Wednesday. I felt like complete shit when I was done. But then mm-hmm. Thursday, I'm like, I need mashed potatoes. I'm going to go to Popeye's. So I'm in the car. And I look at Popeye's in the city. I'm like, oh, great. There's one right on Madison. And it's like in a sky, like in a high rise. Oh. I'm like, ah, damn it. So it was like in the loop. So I couldn't really park anywhere. So I had to just turn around and find something. I don't even remember what else I got. I think I got a yogurt or something somewhere. But uh, I was really looking forward to that. That was like the one thing that made me feel good was like, at least I get Popeye's mashed potatoes. And no. And not so much. Bummer. But I did have, I went mm. to uh, the Jewels and got like those pouches of mashed potatoes. Yes. <laughs> Each pouch said, <laughs> makes eight servings. Oh. I had two of those on Wednesday. <laughs> So in the <laughs> so sixteen <laughs> servings, yeah, Bobby. Uh, I I take I take issue with their definition of a serving. Uh, right, that's was, that's the that's the BMI version of a serving. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Um, sure. Yeah, I mean it was a lot. Don't get me wrong. My body was forty yeah. percent mashed potato that day, but uh, yeah, eight servings for what? Like cat? No, it would. They were really right. good though. So anyway. It still sucks. Yeah. It still hurts. I'm still in misery, but I'm starting to think this right, wisdom tooth thing is a racket. Yeah. Yeah. Like you should get him out because then like someday it might cause a real problem for you. Oh, really? Like a mm-hmm. problem where I'm still doing with it three months later? That kind of a problem like mm-hmm. I have right now? <sighs> I probably just should have listened to my dentist when I was 15 and gotten him out then instead of waiting 30 years. <laughs> Like, you need to get worse than teeth out. Will do. Take care. And never see him. Jay's again. on to you, big <laughs> teeth. Big dental. <laughs> big dental. That's all right. 
<laughs> so I tried a. So. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Was that an air? What? Nope, nothing you can do about it now. I, I almost took it to another level. Don't so worry, I hope knows. Just... Uh, okay. <laughs> we have that kind of relationship, man. We're... I, I, know, I know you do. Yeah, I know. it's great. Just, you just like let her put it in your mouth and it's, you know. Anyway, moving on. So I, this <laughs> week. Idiot. I, uh, yes. Uh, I went to Wendy's because they have a new sandwich. Oh, they sure I wanted do. to try the new sandwich, and I did try the new sandwich. It is the loaded nacho, and I got the chicken sandwich. You oh. get his burger, you could get it as chicken. I got the spicy chicken version. Now I have on our Dude. screen here on YouTube uh, the mm-hmm. the drive through placard uh, that yes. I, I believe I sent this to you. Yes, you did, and that's uh, how I knew to go get it. Now the chicken is a that's a fly. Did you get a spicy chicken? I did get the spicy oh. chicken. All right. Tell me all about it. Okay. So first of all, if you're on the YouTubes and you're seeing that screen, that green and red stuff, also known to some as a lettuce or tomato, out of here. Yeah, get out. Enough of that. Goodbye. But you get you get like that melty cheese. You get the poblano, like roasted poblano queso, spicy corn, and tortilla chips. So you get like a little bit of the crunch along with all of that like melty cheese and it's a uh it's a like jalapeno brioche bun or whatever. Dude, it was really good. I wouldn't I wouldn't say like Mount Rushmore of, you know, fast food sandwiches I've had, but it was a really good sandwich that everybody absolutely should at least give a try. I mean, okay. I can, yeah. <laughs> I'll do that for the show, for the good of the show only, of course. Yeah, right. Like it's just like that queso brings it all together. Yeah. So to have like a nice queso with a little bit of kick, but they don't have to put too much into it because of the jalapeno and the bread. That it was like I'm telling you, it was like well balanced. I was almost worried it was just going to be like, and here's a bunch of stuff. Okay. But it actually makes a lot of sense. And maybe for those that like to have either lettuce or tomato and you're a little bit, I wouldn't even really say it's not like super spicy, but if you're pretty wimpy with spice and you like to have that, that'll be your cool down a little bit. Well, curious as to what percentage of the spice came from the burger or from like the toppings and what percentage came from the actual chicken, because the chicken itself is that's like the spiciest spicy menu item they have in fast food, I think. Yeah, I think it was more from the toppings. Okay. I, I guess I'd probably have to have, oh, darn, I might just have to have another one mm-hmm. to be sure. Yeah. But thinking should. of it right now, yeah, because like I had this on, it was either Wednesday or Thursday. So it was also 7 million degrees outside. Mm-hmm. So anything was going to feel hot at that point. But it was, yeah, like I, I didn't think the tortilla uh crisps would provide much but that little bit of the texture actually like helped out a little bit okay so i yeah just like getting the two types of cheese like that spicy corn fits in well you know like it's something where if you read off those ingredients just in general you'd be like yes those all fit yeah and (laughs) and and it works really well now i I, i'm interested to 
think if it would work as well on a burger as it does with the chicken. So maybe that's that's the avenue I'll go this week is go towards the burger. And then that'll be a better barometer of how much of that spice is coming from the toppings versus the actual chicken of it, chicken, yeah. chicken in and of itself. Or you can just get the non-spicy chicken, too, because a poblano pepper isn't necessarily spicy. No, not really. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to try it this week. As soon as I feel cool. I can eat sharp things again. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I, we had uh, hot dogs for dinner, just like threw some Oscar Mayer dogs on the grill because we had an yeah. 8 hour breakfast. My God, we went out to breakfast this morning. I got, wow. I got pancakes. Eddie got pancakes. Hope got a waffle. Yeah. It was eighty dollars. Like, what? Come on, what are we doing here? That's a lot. That's too much money. Too much right. money. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll try that. But the I was just I was dying for chips. Mm-hmm. Like, it's what you have with hot dogs, you know. And I'm yes. just looking at them like, oh, <laughs> that's all I wanted was mm-hmm. damn was damn chips. All right. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of spicy, I got something for you next. But we want okay. to tell everybody about our friends at Nick and Ivy Brewing Company in Lockport, 1026 South State Street in Lockport, Illinois. Family owned, which is huge. Obviously, you want to support local businesses that are family owned. And there's, Nick and Ivy is a great example of that kind of a business. They are a brewery that produces tons of different kinds of beers, whether you're a big beer snob and you like every hop you can have or you're kind of a novice like me and you just kind of like the cheap stuff and whatever kind of Mm -hmm. Rattler or whatever kind of sour might be around. If you love beer in any variety, they've got you at Nick and Ivy. Go check it out again. 1026 South State Street, nine TVs in a place tuned to sports football seasons here. You don't have to worry about going on a Sunday. You go to some of these other breweries and you have to put the Bears game on and they'll twirl over their curly mustache and tell you you're at the wrong <laughs> place, right? No. Nick and Ivy's going to have the games on. They're going to have the Cubs, Sox, whatever's on. Hawks, when the Hawks come on. Trust me. No worries there. Because I know a lot of our listeners are crossover sports fans because of our connection with the score. Don't mm-hmm. worry. I know it, it can be a concern with breweries. Not at Nick and Ivy. You like live music, too? Every Tuesday, they do an open mic. Every Friday and Saturday, live acts come and play their stage. Go visit this place, man. I love it. Rick loves it. It's a great spot. Nick and Ivy Brewing Company, 1026 South State Street. I encourage you all to follow them on Facebook, Nick and Ivy Brewing. Same on Instagram. They've got tons of events going on all the time, and it's the best way to stay in touch. Whenever I see something, I usually will share it to the I'm Fat Podcast fans group on Facebook, mm-hmm. but follow them on their own. And their website is nickivybrewing.com, N-I-K-I-V-Y brewing.com. Uh, check them out. Check out their Facebook. Check out their social media for all their info on everything that's going on because it's a lot. It is a busy place with tons going on, very active in the community. So check them out. Find a good day to go. There's no bad day to go, um, but you're going to love it. We guarantee you that. All right, so... I think this was last boy, man. I like, I don't know what's happening with my brain. Like, I don't know if I'm exhausted. I was trying to think like, why am I so tired this week? Oh, I had oral surgery on Wednesday on Thursday. I did three consecutive podcasts on Friday. I had a golf outing. Then I went to my mom's birthday, uh, my parents' house. Like it's just, it's been nonstop. And like yesterday I was also you're old. Well, that too. Yes. That too. (laughs) And it was 7,000 degrees last week. Yeah, dude, I'm <laughs> like, 
Wednesday and Thursday were horrific. Oh my God. Tuesday wasn't great because it was still warmish and we were all anticipating Wednesday and Thursday. It was, yeah. it was not a great week for fats. Dude, we, at our house, we abandoned the upstairs. Hope and yeah. Addie slept on the couch on the main floor and I slept in the basement, which was <laughs> great with me. Oh, it's like 60 yeah. degrees down here. <laughs> Right. I actually had I had like three blankets on, and when my arm was like left out of my blanket for too long, I would get it would get like cold. Like, oh yeah, wow! I'll sleep down here. I mean, the, you aren't lying. Like being yeah. in that basement last week, like that is like I took like full disclosure. I took a shower in the downstairs Zawaski basement because I just been covering the golf tournament, so yeah. I was a mess, and I was like, okay. I'm feeling the like post shower sweat coming on. It's the worst. Oh, what do I do? Step outside of the actual shower in and of itself, and that cool air rushes in and it dries you off it's like the best. that. It's also great for yeah. podcasting because it keeps you awake. Yes. But I got to say, like, when we were doing remote shows during COVID at the score and I was down here for like mm -hmm. four hours, after a while, I'm like, it's too cold. Like, I'd have to go outside and like stand outside in the summer and it's like get yeah. warm. Anyway, that's not why you called. So Sunday, I just said to Hope, like, let's try something new. So we found this dude on TikTok who's treating TikTok the way we should, but we're not. And he's try mm -hmm. just trying stuff. So we saw him trying a place called Dak Dak Korean Wings, D-A-K, D-A-K, Korean Wings. It's in uh, Villa Park. And I'm looking at the address because oh. I failed to write it down. It is very close I've, to I've driven. I've driven by that place. Yes. 321 East St. Charles Road. Um, I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. This place was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay, so they offer bone-in wings, boneless wings, and then they've mm -hmm. got like uh bundles you can buy. And the, it's actually like a pretty solid deal. So we I ordered uh six wings mm -hmm. thinking like uh, or no, I got I'm trying to remember. Maybe I got eight. But whatever I got, like I got too much. <laughs> I was just like beyond full um yeah but you you see boneless wings and you're like eh you know they're not they're gonna be small so i want to make sure i have enough i want i don't want to be hungry you know? sure so i ordered those and dude i sent you a picture with like kind of no context like kind of like the coming up on the podcast kind of a picture yeah these are the meatiest thickest wings ever and they're made fresh they're not frozen. Nice. Like you literally, you walk up there, you order and they say, okay, it's going to be like 15 minutes as they prepare and cook everything. Right. You pick the chicken you want it to be made from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like <laughs> the old days with the lobster uh, cage. Yes. Like I'll have yep. that specific lobster, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's just, it's so good. So um, some different sauces, they've got the soy and garlic. Okay. Um, they've got the gochujang, which I'm not sure exactly what that is, but it's like a barbecue. Uh, I got okay. the, it's called better than Buffalo. So it's their house hot sauce and the gochujang, gochujang sauce. These were right at the line of like almost too hot, but not right. Like, okay. You know, like sometimes you walk that fine line. Mm -hmm. It was just right in terms of heat. You can also get uh sweet and spicy. Uh, so we tried the soy and garlic, the sweet and spicy, and the better than buffalo. I think the best were the soy and garlic, which I would not typically guess, but okay. just like the flavors together were just perfect. So good. 
And then they've got fresh cut fries. They've got house fries. Nice. Then they've got seasoned fries. And then sweet potato fries. But these are like, I don't really like sweet potato fries for the record. Mm -hmm. But these are like almost beer battered. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, here, I'm, I'm going to take my picture of the thing off there. I'm going to share the menu with you so you can kind of okay. see. There's good pictures of the fries on there. Um, so you can kind of see like how the uh, how the uh, the sweet potato fries are with like the yes. kind of like doughy breading on them. Like almost you can mm-hmm. almost, like a, almost like an onion ring breading. We can kind of like yeah. pull it off if you wanted to. Oh, my God. So good. And again, I don't love those kind of fries, but. Holy cow. These were amazing. Um, but there's so many options and they recommend the boneless. That's kind of their oh, okay. go-to is they, they it, like if people ask, we'll say, yeah, get the boneless wings just because they're easier to eat. Eddie got the bone in and they were great, but because they're mm-hmm. made fresh. Yeah. There's no like disadvantage to getting it off the bone. Um, so okay. yeah, so good. I mean, it wasn't cheap, I will say, but at the sure. same time, you're leaving there full. Like you are absolutely yeah. getting your money's worth. There's there's no doubt about it. I cannot recommend this place enough. Honestly, it was nice. terrific. I can't wait to go back. Doc Doc Korean Wings is D-A-K-D-A-K Korean Wings, 321 East St. Charles Road in Villa Park. Uh, they are open Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 4 to 10. They're closed on Tuesdays. And then from okay. on Friday and Friday through Sunday, they're open 11 to 11. So okay. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, they're weekdays. They're they only open at four. So keep that in mind. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, eleven to eleven. And if you really want to make a day of it, that is not far from I Love Fries. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! You want to talk about like the two most filling places in the world? Seriously, I Love Fries is. I did not finish Doc Doc. I brought. Yeah, I can't remember if it was eight or whatever it was. I brought three yeah. home. Wow. And I finished like half my fries. Okay. That's like, I love fries where I think I finished what I ordered there maybe once. And it was yeah. an instant regret of not feeling, you know, feeling over full the rest of the day. I'm literally checking to see. It is literally a one minute drive from, from there to I love fries. My God. They need to collaborate and stop yeah. and listen. Sorry. It was, yeah, like that. That's exciting to have that right there. And my favorite pizza place is only a mile from there. All right. Too. Well, we need to, I mean, so, what's, this is a good opportunity for us to get to like me, you, Sam, and Hope and Addy get together for mm-hmm. something. Um, yeah. Don't let the Korean part scare you. There's nothing, there's no like weird. I know you don't like, um, you don't like soy sauce. Yeah. But the soy and garlic, the weird like over saltiness of soy is mm-hmm. knocked out by the honey and the garlic on there. So you don't need okay. to worry about that. I would that. give it a try. Yeah. 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 Um, but the better than buffalo is it's like a buffalo sauce. So nice. there's no there's no like, you know, I know you're I, hmm. I wish I knew what that. F- I know exactly the flavor you're thinking of that you don't like. Mm-hmm. And I wish I knew it's almost like the flavor of seaweed sometimes if you're a seaweed in a sushi. It's like okay. a salty kind of a different yeah. kind of a taste. Not yes. there. It's not there. So don't okay. worry about it. Okay. Well, that's exciting. Love it. Okay. 
Uh, I have a I have a a hack for one of our favorite places that I didn't realize existed, and it was I think it was Sam and her mom that discovered this that at Culver's on Saturday, okay, they have a deal on pints of ice cream, like oh. you know how they have the the thing the like uh, the freezer, yeah, the, yeah. Thank you, the cooler that's like where you can just get pints. Mm-hmm. We went yesterday just to make sure that this was a thing. <laughs> That's uh, all. That's the only reason. It actually was because because <laughs> we'll get to what we had for dinner later. Okay. Uh, four pints of ice cream for like ten fifty. Wow. I think it's and and I checked with our Culver's insider to to just like. Hey, is this like a, a a franchise going rogue, or is this like a thing? <laughs> and he made it sound like there's some variety of this at basically every location. Okay. This one was a BOGO. Buy one, get one on pints of ice cream. Damn. So if it's Saturday, why are you getting yourself a concrete outside of like, you know, you like something specific that might not be available as a pint? Right. But if what you get or something you like is available as a pint, like we got those four pints, so we've got you know at least a few nights of late night desserts like set, and it's a great deal. Like oh, another reason to go to Culver's, like as if we needed it, but like that is a great deal for how much some of the ice cream stuff costs now. Well, yeah, so today I went or to custard. the I went to the Myers and bought uh, two pints of Ben and Jerry's, and they're like four ninety nine each. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. So that's you know that's two for ten. Yeah, damn, that's a great four deal. for ten. Yeah, all right. And that's Saturdays. That's a Saturday thing. So don't go on any other day. That is a Saturday specific thing. I wonder if Culver's. I wonder why that would be. I wonder why they would choose Saturday as the day they know. do that. Because it, maybe it's not a big traffic day for them. Because I don't know. I think a lot I'm of people sure. get Culver's like, ah, we got to get dinner quick. It's you know, I'm late from work or whatever. Maybe on yep. weekends when people have more time to plan, they don't eat at a place like that as often. I don't know. Interesting. It doesn't matter. Sounds like a great deal. I'll check the Homewood one and uh, confirm back on Saturday. Hang on. Okay. Give me a second. Remind me Saturday. Culver's ice cream deal. All right. Done. And your phone says it's custard, you ass. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's creamy and it's iced. It's all the same. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. That's, yeah. So that had me. That had me excited. And they have. So it, and it wasn't like limited to certain flavors or anything. It was whatever was in the cooler was. No. It was whatever was whatever. And the thing is, too, there's like no signage for it, which I find interesting. Which also maybe leads to that it's more of a, a location, like a specific location or franchise by franchise thing. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe they're trying to clear inventory every week. That could be it. That very well could be possible too. Well, it, it, I mean, it makes sense. It's a good way to do it. Hey, I ate expired hot dogs for dinner, so I'm I'm not dead yet. <laughs> so if ice cream's a couple days, or sorry, custard is a couple days old, eh, yeah, you'll be fine. Have a Pepto. Yes. Chase it with a Pepto. <laughs> you'll be fine. Okay, so before going to Culver's, uh, Sam and I found a new Mexican restaurant that we wanted to try. She passed it. Uh, she like drove by it and was like, okay, mental note. So we went back to this place. It's called El Mero Mero. Okay. 34 West Schaumburg Road in Schaumburg. That makes sense. And 
like when you talk about not just like food or the quality of the drinks, but like the vibe of a place. Oh yeah. Good bad. It was like pristine. Yeah. The vibes, babe, were (laughs) fantastic at this place. And it was it also probably helped the weather was great on Saturday. So sat outside on the patio and we each got a margarita and Sam's had pomegranate. It was like frozen with pomegranate in it and sugar on the rim. Great. I had just like a traditional margarita and it was like spot on. Like we hit all the notes that we wanted to like there's Sam's like that is that. And I, I tasted that too. That's like, if you want like a sweet margarita, that's your jam right That's there. A great job on that rim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. You are no you are not short in um <laughs> in sugar on there. Yeah, that, that I'm trying good. to get past the initial note. That's mine. That yeah. is yeah. That there's nothing like, like you, dude. Like, to me, if I had to choose, I know Los Angeles is my favorite place, and I'm I'm rusty sure. buttons. Sorry, old rusty buttons here, my favorite clone. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Going out to like nice Mexican food with good ass mm-hmm. margs and like spending way too much money and being way too full. Uh, that queso fundido yeah, right there. Nothing better, man. Oh, that looks so like good. when you're getting that little bit of browning on there, too. Mm-hmm. And I even sacrificed the chorizo so that Sam could, you know, so we could both eat it. So <laughs> even without chorizo, like with just like it was like with peppers, it was awesome. You got to do it like a and pizza. Like the- just do like. Half chorizo. <laughs> yeah, right. It won't drift over at all. It's fine. No, no. Are you, what, you're telling me chorizo's greasy? No, come on. No, no way. And then, like, just having the corn tortillas with that, too, was, oh. And then that's, so Sam got, uh, she got enchiladas. And it was uh, enchiladas re, uh, relleno. And it was, like, it looked incredible. I didn't have any of hers because I saw that masterpiece and I was like, I don't want to deny you any of this. Yeah. She said it was some of the best enchiladas she's had. It's got that cotija cheese on there and it's so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, just like everything is thought out and it's done really well. Like, and also just like the people are incredibly nice. Like every single person, and not just that we saw with us, interacting with anybody out there was incredibly nice. And what I had. Normally, I'm not a let's go for tacos person. Mm-hmm. That is chorizo y papas. Oh. So, like, yeah, like chorizo and like that, uh, like a Mexican potato y thing, and then cilantro and onion. It was a little, it, it was a little heavy on the cilantro for my taste, but I'm like a, I want to kind of know the cilantro's there. But I mean, if that's the worst thing that happened. I scraped a little bit of it off on tacos two and three. And that, that salsa verde was like, it, it tied everything together. It was so good. Now with that, like, traditionally, you think a good salsa verde would that you, traditionally come with beans and you opted out. Correct. <sighs> Miss big whiff by yeah. you. It's fair. I love, I love refried beans or whatever. I mean, beans. I got, I got double rice. So, you know, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I just love getting rice and beans and mushing it all together. Man, oh, it's so good. This place yeah, looks awesome. I don't know. Though. I just do it. It's it's really nice. Like we didn't even sit inside, but it's not because the inside looked bad. The inside looked awesome. It was just that it was so nice outside. We were like, 
we'll be damned if we're going to miss an opportunity to be out on a patio while we still got the chance. So, uh, yeah, so 34 West Schaumburg Road in Schaumburg, uh, El Mero Mero is, it's a must. So if you're in that area at any point, like, that's a good place to stop. It looks great. And I, like I said, I freaking love places like that. Yeah. I love places like that. It's it's just, I don't know. There's something so satisfying about going out, even if it's just you and you and Sam or me and Hope or like getting a big group of people together mm-hmm. and drinking cocktails and man, eating all the chips and salsa you can. It's just. Oh, yeah. And we didn't even take a picture of the chips and salsa, like really quality homemade chips mm-hmm. and all that too. Like it's just fun when you're in like a newer area and you're able to be like, okay, this is going to be a staple. This is something we can rely on. How was it like cost wise? <laughs> For all of that, so for the two margs, the two entrees, and the queso fundido, it was, I want to say, like, 70. That's not bad, because you're probably paying, like, no. nine, what, 9 or 10, maybe 12 for the cocktail? It might have even been more. It might have yeah. been, I want to say they're, like, 13, 14, maybe. Yeah. So, that, yeah, that's that's really, I mean, look, I paid $80 for a bunch of batter today. Um <laughs> <laughs> I could, I'm like, what? At least you're not bitter about your batter. I'm, you know, I know breakfast is expensive. Like, but come on, I'm not going to name the place because I like the place. But how? How? How is it eighty dollars? That's before yeah. tip. Like we got what? No, I got four pancakes. So we had eight pancakes and a waffle. Eighty dollars. What are you wow. talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. I That's got a side insane. Of bacon. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Ugh. Anyway, I'm... Whatever. I'm over. I don't want to be old man on the show today, so it's too much. Anyway, you know what's not too much? Hmm. Speaking of Schaumburg, and I know you can't go to Fredo's every time you're in Schaumburg. They don't expect that, right. Rick, so it's okay. Don't feel guilty. But okay. Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg, is absolutely killer. Fredo's Pizza.com, Fredo's Bakery.com. Follow them on Instagram at Fredo's Pizza and at Fredo's Bakery. They both have Instagram accounts. That's the home of the Amfat Burger, the Amfat Grilled Cheese, and the Amfat Pizza, as well as dozens of other incredible food items from burgers to chicken to tacos to pizza to whatever you've got a taste for, even if you're eating healthy for some reason. They've got you covered there as well. The baked goods are incredible. They're right there in the case for you, or you can order big orders, like two-pound boxes of their amazing cookies at Fredo'sBakery.com. But if you're going to place your order and you know you're going to Fredo's, go to Fredo'sPizza.com, place that order online, use that code I'm fat, and you'll save 10% on your order every time you go. You can still order online and dine in. They're not going to hold that against you. Mm-hmm. Save that 10%. Let Fredo's know you heard about them from us by using that promo code. It's very helpful for us. It's helpful for you. It's mutually beneficial. So Fredo'sPizza.com, code I'm fat. And if you have an anniversary or a wife's birthday or husband's birthday or whatever coming up and you're looking for something a little bit different, go to Fredo'sBakery.com, get some of those brownies, get some of those cookies. And they're big two-pound boxes, but every cookie and every brownie is individually wrapped. So you don't have to feel like... Am I going to be able to eat two pounds of of brownies and cookies before they go stale? It doesn't matter. Each item is individually wrapped. They're homemade. They're home-baked, but they wrap, shrink wrap every single one of them 
So you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about that happening. You have plenty of time to take down all those cookies or all those brownies from Fredo'sBakery.com. So check them out. Fredo's Pizza, Fredo's Bakery, 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg. So the day after, no, Friday, sorry, uh, we had the CHGO inaugural kickoff uh, classic golf outing, which was yes. a lot of fun. Me and Herb uh, got to golf together. And our golf cart mind said uh, Herb Lawrence and Jay Kawasaki, um, <laughs> which which is incredible. I got so I get there. So there were two outings happening at Cog Hill at the same time. So as you pull okay. in, there's an employee from Cog Hill, like kind of meeting you there and saying, "All right, which outing are you with?" I said, oh, "I'm with CHGO." All right, what's your name? Like Zawaski. And he looks at it and he's like, "Hmm, I'm not seeing that." And I'm like, "Oh, here, I have a picture of it right here because my." Uh, Jake, my my boss, sent me a picture of our cart, um, mm-hmm. and I hadn't noticed when he sent the picture that my name was misspelled. I'm like, oh, cool. He's just showing me, like, there's my cart yeah. or whatever. I'm like, oh, this is why they got my name wrong. He's like, oh, there you are, Kawasaki. I'm like, great, cool. So, um, <laughs> Just incredible. Yeah. Anyway, so that was great. Uh, I'm a terrible golfer. Herb is not. Me and Herb are probably about the same. Uh, my boss, mm-hmm. Jake, is not good. Uh, but Spencer, who runs the Big Drive Energy podcast out of Denver, was there. He's also the All City like events guy. Um, okay, he's a pro. He's a PGA pro. So oh, he carried our ass for eighteen holes. Um, nice and boy, playing a place like Cog Hill. No, like I can't. No, I'm just not good enough. I'm just and he, even even yeah. the pro struggled. We we finished. I think we were nine under. Um, all on his back. You know, it was like a scramble, mm-hmm. but it was all on. I think yeah. they use our shots. Like between me, Jake, and Herb, I think maybe we use five of our shots on all eighteen holes. It was nice. just that. It was that different. So um, anyway, that's a great time. But at the eleventh hole, we were on course two, the ravines, and like you usually at a golf course, you complete nine, and there's like a halfway point where there's like halfway house the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Well, there wasn't. I was kind of disappointed. Oh. But then the cart lady came and she's like, hey, up on 11, that's where it is. There's tons of stuff there. I'm like, great, because I was really hungry. Um, mm-hmm. So I went in and got the Cog Hill hot dog. Yeah. This thing was uncomfortably large. I'm talking like probably eight inch. Okay. With a good girth, you know. Oh. Yeah. Like yeah. A, a big I had one. to do some damage. I had to, yeah. So because of my teeth, I had to like eat it in half. Oh, I was worried how you were going to just, <laughs> you had to eat that. <laughs> so I had to like, Boy. you know, usually you take a hot dog straight in. Sure. I had to bite it like side, 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 side. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Cause it was, it was painful to open my mouth sure. as wide as I needed to for that hot dog. There's mm. no way to talk about this without it. No, there's not. There's, just not. So there's no just, good way. Yeah. There's no good way. But uh, if you're ever on Cog Hill. Make sure you try one of those. But it was really nice, like nice air-conditioned room, coolers full of, you know, all the Gatorade beer you can imagine, um, you know, candy bars, ice cream. They had everything you could, everything you could need, but this hot dog was great. And then they had, like, a whole, like, condiment bar, you know, mm-hmm. where, with, like, relish and mustard and ketchup and, like, onions and, like, anything you would want for your hot dog. And then you sure. finish it off and go play, uh, go, I don't know if, I don't know if it, you, it was after 11 or as you hit 11, but whatever it was, it was terrific. And then afterwards, they catered our like luncheon. Nice. Really good. Chicken tacos, steak tacos mm-hmm. that were 
great. And you always worry about like, are these going to be hot? Like, are they going to be yeah sitting out super hot, super fresh? They refreshed the meat like three or four times in the time I was sitting out there for maybe a half hour. Um, nice. A killer pasta salad that was in like a glass bowl that was just floating in ice to keep it nice and cold. Nice. Coghill, not surprisingly, um, knocked it out of the park with the food. Like, you know, you figure like I'm having a hot dog at the turn. And it'll be fine. It'll hold me sure. over until it's time to eat. Like, no, this was legit. Like, if this was, if I could just go get one of those, if I was in uh, mm-hmm. Lamont, I probably would. <laughs> it's like drive my CX-30 out of the golf course. Don't mind me. I'm just getting a hot dog. <laughs> but <laughs> it was that good. It was damn good. Um, but then the catering part was great. But, man, it is, it's cool to be at a place that historic and that prestigious and just yeah, really reminds you, really humbles you. Not that I ever thought I was good. But like, just a reminder that I really suck at golf, right? Yeah, it was so funny. Spencer's like, you know, I'm gonna try to go around the bend of those trees, but maybe if I can go over and bend it too, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like you know where the ball's going, right? <laughs> like you it's have like, a, you hey. have a say on where the ball goes. That's crazy, right? Like <laughs> my shot went into the air. I'm happy. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Rick, I'm not even kidding. Like, if I got one into the air that like did not go way well after way right, I'm like, yep. best shot, great shot. Yep, I'm a pro now. But imagine's like, yeah, I'm gonna hook it. I'm like, oh, you can do that. Oh, He's like, okay. sure enough, did it like just hooked it right over and around the tree. Oh yeah, like like working the the BMW last week, seeing some of the uh, lies that these guys were in and how they were able to like, even if it wasn't like perfectly where they wanted, but it's still like up on the green. I'm like. This is insane. Yeah. I, like there was, there were a couple of shots where, um, who was it? I forget his first name, but his last name is, uh, Tigala. And he was like super deep. Like that ball was kind of buried in the rough. And there, the rough was, was pretty legit that week. And he was, I think it was on three. And he was able to muscle it up because from where that was, the greens elevated. And from the line he had to be on, there was a bunker right in front of the green. So if he doesn't get every bit of that, that's in a bunker now, too, for the next shot. And he's kind of screwed. And he had been, I want to say that was the day where everybody was like minus two through the first two holes. So he's already having a good day. And he just muscles that thing up on the green and then looks at his caddy like, how about that shit? Like even Even he was pumped by it, which is cool. I, my theory is that every time you golf, no matter how good you are, there's one or two shots that make you come back. Yes. And that, like, I don't think I had that one this time. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was like one or two drives I actually felt decent about. I'm like, all right, yeah. maybe like maybe this is the ball we play. And and then Spencer would mm-hmm. outdrive me by like 75 yards. Mm-hmm. Like just, and he's, you know, he's maybe six foot, 190, maybe. And just oh, dude, all these pros that are bombing it, like they're maybe six feet tall. Like Brian Harmon, who was in contention, I don't remember where he finished. I don't know how he did in like the tour championship, whatever. Five, 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 six. I don't know what he's listed at, but that is a, he's a small dude, but he is really good. And like all these guys outside, I ran it on it last week. Everybody outside of ROM is in like great shape and all this stuff, whatever. But like, it is, well, it's think crazy. As a fat guy who golfs, I think being fat is a disadvantage. Like you have to get your, 
like your yeah. the your body shape restricts your movement, right? Like you can't mm-hmm. get your arms together as tight, or you're you're forced to kind of go around your gut when you swing. Like it's it's not a fat man's game. It's just not like the way you're supposed to swing. It doesn't really work that way, and I think that's a big part of why you don't see many overweight golfers because yeah. sure, there's a few that can just clobber the ball because they're just bigger than everybody. But you know, the days of Craig Stadler are over. I mean, there are guys that were like doughy. Yeah. You know, like like Mickelson for a long time was chubby. Doughy. Doughy. Yeah. Craig yeah. Stadler was actually fat. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah, there's exceptions, of course, but like for the most part. But he has also he also hasn't played in a couple decades at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll bet looking back on him, he's not nearly as fat as you remember. Probably. You know. So anyway, yeah, I, I think that's that's part of it, but it's always fun to get out. Like I've always said, my thing is I want to be just good enough at golf to not annoy the people I'm golfing with. Yes. That's a great way to put it. And then just go out, enjoy the weather, laugh at my folly mm-hmm. and have a good time. Yep. You know, that's all it's about. So it was, it was a good, yeah, time. that's, that's, that's the dream. I, I actually, th- I'm, I might start to get into golf again a little bit if I have time. That'd be great. So yeah, I, I would like to be able to do it. Yeah. And Herb enjoyed it. Herb had a good time too. So yeah, three of us can get out there. It'd be a lot of fun. Uh, nice. We could bring James Navo with us, and he could teach us what the hell to do because James is good. Oh, like, okay. He's not pro level, but like mm-hmm. he's he can put the ball where he wants most of the time. Okay. So yeah, he's he's a really solid golfer. So yeah, if I ever break a hundred, I will be thrilled. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, maybe on the front yeah. nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like there was a stretch of time where I played relatively often. It was like, you know, maybe once a week oh, or wow. so okay. or once every other week for like a summer uh, with my friend Curtis. And I never got, I think the closest I got was like 107 or something like that. So it was like not even really close. Yeah, I, I just for me, it's like, when can I justify like at yeah. least four hours usually mm-hmm. closer to five? And at least 75 bucks. Yeah, that's that's a problem. That's a problem. I I mean, how do I look at hope and be like, hey, I'm going to I'm gone today. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just not going to be home. Yeah, that's rough. And I'm going to come home and be tired. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's hard for me to justify. So, all right. Anyway, true. um, Anywho. Yeah, I got one more little thing. To get to a okay. little recommendation. I got one more thing, too. Cool. But yeah. first, let's tell everybody about our friends at Mazda of Orland Park. They're mad at me because I'm overdue for an oil change, and they know it. Mm. And they're like, hey, I'm nuts. Come get your oil change before something bad happens to your car. So I'm going to get out there this week. I put a bunch of miles on the car with my trip to Milwaukee and just kind of driving to and from the city every damn day. Um, so I got to get out there. And I'm going to 8910 West 159th Street in Orland Park. That's where I bought my two Mazdas. I got a 2015 CX-5, a 2022 CX-30, and I'm a Mazda customer for life, not only because they're great and reliable, awesome cars. The cost of ownership is incredibly low on them because they're just really versatile, really great. They just very little goes wrong, as I knock on wood, uh, with my yeah. Mazdas. They're, they're great vehicles, the best I've ever owned, and I've had you know Jeeps and Toyotas and other things, and boy... If you look at the comparison of maintenance for those versus the Mazdas, it's night and day. So get yourself mm-hmm. one. Mazda of Orland Park.com. Go visit the showroom, 8910 West 159th Street. All right. So 
Uh, last week we had our uh, all the volunteers of Homewood Baseball and Softball get together for mm-hmm. a volunteer 16 and softball game. Um, so played two games. Our teams like kicked ass both games, but I didn't do anything. I sucked. I haven't played in years. Um, yeah. but one of the one of the players brought a bag of you ever seen. I'm sure you've seen these. They're called Wiley Wallaby. They're it's a bag of like licorice bites. Yes, I have seen those. Buy them. <laughs> oh, I'm not the biggest licorice guy. Sure. I like it, but it's never ever going to be the thing I choose. But she had a big like a Costco bag of these in the dugout, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll try one of those. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. so I had the original red, which I think it's cherry, whatever. Yeah, uh, and it was great. And then Hope loved them too. So I went to, I think it was a Target, and I was looking for them, and they had watermelon and cherry, and I got both of them. Mm-hmm. The watermelon was excellent, and Hope's not big on artificial watermelon, but she loved sure. them. She loved the watermelon huh. one. So I've seen them for years. They kind of look like the kind of candy you'd get at, like, TJ Maxx. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like your Sadly, typical, I do. Yeah, it's not your typical yeah. brand, um, but Wiley Wallaby licorice, and they're big. They're kind of like... You know, maybe two, three inches long, and then they're mm-hmm. they're thicker and they're not hollow. They're like Same. solid pieces of I guess so. They're solid <laughs> pieces of candy. Um <laughs> but they're they're excellent. So go get nice. yourself some Wiley Wallaby liquor. If you like licorice, you're gonna love it. If you're kind of yeah. meh about licorice, this will become your favorite licorice. It'll be your gateway licorice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it, it was good. Oh. And it's kind of like, so, you know, like Twizzlers can be kind of, sometimes they get like stuck in your throat because it's hard to. Sure. These are a little bit softer and they broke down better. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Get those. So a couple weeks ago, I mentioned that Sam had the good idea that Sundays are going to be donut days for us. And we're going to try a bunch of different donut places. Oh, yeah. Well, last week didn't happen because I was working ye old golf tournament. Yes. So we picked it back up today and went to Chicago Pastry, 142 North Bloomingdale Road in Bloomingdale. And just kind of like scouting a few of the websites, this one really stuck out because they have dosants, yes. also known as not a cronut. <laughs> don't call don't call it a cronut. <laughs> yeah. <Sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I know. Again, another timely reference. Yeah, Yeah, right. So uh, these, like these dosants were, they were awesome. Those look so good. And the fact that they're filled with the filling that is on top, dude. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to go in order of how I liked them from, from four to one. Okay. Now we, I think just because I really like them, we end up getting an apple fritter too. So it's like three dosants, dot, 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 and an apple fritter. Sure. Probably my, and even least favorite is a relative term because they were all very good. Yeah. And I would recommend, (laughs) yeah, the least great (laughs) to me was the cannoli. Is that the top left? Yes. Okay. So, So if you're watching on YouTube, that's the top left. It's just, I think for me, the filling, it was like a real cannoli filling. It was a little too heavy for me to have inside the dosant. That the sounds, flavor was very yeah. good. It does sound too heavy for a dosant. Yeah, it, it was. So, but, it, but again, the flavor was really good. And like, since we got four of these, we just, we just, you know, we jade them. We have them. 
and just like, okay, we each get half of each and whatever. So we end up each having two donuts. But if it was much more than a half, like just, you know, it just gets to be a bit much. It's a bit rich at that point. Uh, third for me was actually the apple fritter. Okay. And it's only because like the, the dough and everything was real light and airy. It was very good. Had a nice glaze, like apple type glaze on the top, which was great. But uh, th- there wasn't enough apple in there. Okay. So like not many pieces, little, little pieces of apple. We're not talking like a big hunk or like big pool of pieces of apple in the middle. This is more kind of like interspersed throughout the entire thing, but there just wasn't enough of it. Okay. So very good flavor again, but not enough of the apple for me. My runner up was the cookies and cream, which was lighter it, it was the the uh inside was a bit lighter and just like a real like when you think of cookies and cream like the best versions of cookies and cream it's that it's really good but for me the number one is in the bottom right is the raspberry oh yeah um shocking so the ras <laughs> yeah the raspberry is yeah it's, it's the one that was a jelly I was here for the jelly. Now, uh, Sam, I believe, liked the cookies and cream the most. That's probably she's what I not would like much the of most. a. She's not much of a jelly person, so like I was here for it because of that. But it was a raspberry, like it's raspberry and it's me. So that's I think that's part of the thing. But uh, it was I'm telling you, each one of those was really good. Like I would have loved if, like looking back, maybe if we had gotten one that wasn't filled. Uh, I think that that would have been really interesting. It's like a bar or just like a baseline. Yeah, for yeah. This is what the dosant tastes like in general. But man, I would eat those every day. So good. Have you had the and I have the crone? Is it the cronut at uh, stands? I haven't. Okay, I wonder how it compares because I think I believe that's kind of what it stands on the map. Yeah. So I'm going to have to try it just like now that I have this as, a, as you know, one data point, I need to actually have the cronut, but like this, but Chicago pastry also has like, like they, someone walked out with a whole cannoli tray. Like they have your typical like Italian desserts and stuff. I would say just by look, the stuff at uh, Franco's Cucina, which I mentioned a few weeks ago, yeah, looks better. However, I don't know about the taste of all of it. It still looks fantastic. Well, hey, th- that's my thing with stands is like you walk up there and you're like, wow, look at those, like the pocket and like all this stuff. Like, but sometimes it's too much. Yeah. You know, like yep. Stan's best donut is her old fashioned. This week I tried a blueberry old fashioned from Stan's and it was great. Ooh. It was great. They, Stan's has opened in all the Mariano's now, um, or at least I can't say all. At least in the Orland and Oakland one, the two that I go yeah. to, um, they have stands in both of them, and they have stands to me as the best coffee. Um, mm-hmm. But they're those like old fashions are just awesome. So try go if you have a Mariano's by you, take a look and see. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there's a stands by you too. Um, yeah, check that out. But yeah, I, those look great. I really like that you do this donut thing. That's cool. I think it's a cool thing yeah. that you and Sam have together. That no, please. <laughs> And I'm going to guess it cost less than $80. Yes, it did cost less than $80. Just did a Hubbard. Not that you're bitter. Pencil throw. Right. 
All right. Bitter about your back. I am a little bit. All right. Is it time to ask the fats? Oh, it's well past time. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. Ask a Fat is brought to you by our best friend in the whole damn world, Charlie the Bacon Guy. And here he is with this week's Bacon Report. Thanks, Jay. This week we have maple pepper, sriracha, ranch, and French toast bacon. Bacon jams are the original, the bourbon, the chorizo, and the pineapple. We did some R&D this week. Did pork belly cinnamon rolls. We did a French toast and a honey chipotle. Uh, they came out really great. I need to perfect them a couple more times and definitely taste them again or twice. But as soon as they're ready to go, I'll put them up and available for sale. Uh, we also tried a few other flavors for bacon. We did vanilla bourbon, solid. Nashville hot, double solid. And whiskey peppercorn. That one is the most uh, unique I think we've ever tried. Um, and it turned out really great. So thank you everybody for the suggestions and I'm looking forward to getting bigger batches of all of those for all of you who would like that. For the bacon report, I'm Charlie, the bacon guy. There's the Nashville hot on your screen right now. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash I'm fat podcast. Uh, I think I suggested the Nashville and the, uh, whiskey peppercorn for the record. That was me. Um, but the other ones sound great too. And everything he makes is good. And what I love what Charlie said it in the report there is if it doesn't work or it's not quite right, he's not going to sell it to you. He's going to wait and get it right. right or just say, you know what? It just doesn't work. Let's try something else. Uh, that's what a good business owner does. So get yourself some bacon from Charlie. Here's how Charlie, the bacon guy at gmail.com. Charlie, the bacon guy on Instagram at CZ, the bacon guy on Twitter website coming soon. From what I understand, uh, but get in touch with Charlie. Gmail is probably the best way to do it. Get those orders in. They come in 12-ounce packets, and uh, they're vacuum-fresh, vacuum-sealed, and they last a long, long time. Like, they're, you know, you can keep the, I think Charlie told me that if you, the vacuum seal bag will last in your fridge for 45 days. Wow. And six months in the freezer. The bacon jams last about 60 days in the fridge. If they, if you somehow don't eat them immediately and six months right. in the freezer. So don't worry about placing a big order. Like if you can't get to it all somehow, you can just freeze it and it's going to last. Or you got 45 days to eat the bacon in your freeze in your fridge or six months to eat the bacon in your freezer. You can't, I mean, it's going to be great. It's vacuum sealed. No worries. Place a big order. You're covered. Charlie, the bacon guy at gmail.com. At CZ the Bacon Guy on Twitter, at Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram. And you're going to want to follow him on Instagram. There's mm-hmm. lots of good stuff on there. All right. We have a trio, triad, trio, trio, trio of emails, voicemails, rather. Leave us one, 708 858 3314. Hey, fans. It's Jason and Oshkosh. Uh, my question, and maybe if people didn't see this on the Bears social media, but during the training camp, they had asked people about. How do you pour your cereal? You do cereal first and then milk, or milk then cereal. And anybody who said milk first, there was a stigma against them about what's wrong with this person. But when you think about it, when you go back to put more cereal in your bowl, there's already milk in there, and then you just squish down the cereal into the milk. So I kind of wanted to see what you guys' opinion was on that stigma. Anyway. Keep up the good work. Love the pie. Thanks. Cereal then milk. Okay. 
Okay. For me, uh, first cereal into the bowl, then second milk into the glass. You don't put milk on your cereal? No. I honestly, I usually don't either. But if in the days where I did, it would be mm-hmm. cereal first. And I always wonder about this too, because it's different, but kind of the same. If you go to Starbucks and get an ice drink, they make it, then yeah. they put the ice on top. Like, isn't it just easier to put the ice in the bottom and then, I don't know, then you have to like not splash the ice. Right. I mean, I just don't see the advantage of milk first. I know what yeah, you're I don't saying, either. but nah. What's the point? I'll, but let's ask people because I'll put it in the poll on Spotify. So if you go to the okay. description, you're listening on Spotify, you can vote. Uh, is it milk first or cereal first? Because I would imagine maybe if you really like milk on your cereal and neither of us do, that it would make some sense. So let us know. Mm-hmm. Vote on our Spotify poll uh, this week and let us know. What do you like better, milk first or cereal first? All right. Good question, Jason. Uh, here we go. Number two. Good evening, Pat. This is Jim from Volendrook. I'm just calling to let you know that I'm in the hot tub and getting ready to watch Sunday Night Baseball. And I'm drinking a Modelo, and it made me think of uh, the conversation that Rick Camp had a, a few weeks ago about him being the ambassador in the U.S. for Modelo. I will mm-hmm. uh, assume that is correct because uh, it is the most bought beer in the U.S. right now, and uh, it's all because of Rick. Anyway, um, we used yeah, to have right. a place here in Bolingbrook called Schlotsky's Deli, and their sandwiches were awesome. I love them. And then I just recently found out they opened one in Naperville on 95th Street, and I had it for the first time in forever, and it tasted just like I remembered it. So it was awesome. So if you're in the Naperville area, it's the Slotsky's Deli with a Cinnabon. No bad words there, I guess. Check it out. It's good stuff. Anyways, have a good Sunday. Look forward to the podcast tomorrow. Good night. Slotsky's is a chain, right? It is. I only know this because it's uh, the investment group that just bought Subway. They also own Schlotzky's. Oh. Interesting. So this is like a national chain. Okay. Yeah, I remember seeing them around, but I can't. I don't think I ever had it. Um, I never had it either. Interesting. What's cool? I mean, if they're having a resurgence, I wish Quiznos would have a resurgence, damn it. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Man. So I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this on the podcast that uh, in the time I was going to the Mayo Clinic a bunch with my brother, like Quiznos was it. That was like our thing. That was like, that was like a reliable lunch option. And then we go back there more recently and that Quiznos closed. Ugh. The last and one. Man, I, like, I, yeah. The last one I know of in Chicagoland was one that used to be in Wrigleyville before they like built Gallagher Way and everything around it. Yeah. And it was. As the kids say, sus. But it was Quiznos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. you wait there. There there was one by the uh, outlet mall in North Aurora, just off it was like 88 when you get off at Farnsworth. It was like right there. And that was like when I was driving uh, you know, home from the loop every day. There were times where I'm like, man, I just really want that Quiznos sub, and I would eat that sucker and it gone by the time I got home. I was eating that on the road. Yeah, that's and good it stuff. was it, Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that's 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 such a good like the, br- the quality of the bread was good. Like you wanted a hot sub. That's the ticket. Absolutely. All right. We got one more voicemail before we get to our email segment. Hi, my name. 
wrong button. No, you know what, though? The Little League World Series yeah. is one day, so we're playing Big Al, damn it. Hi, my name's Alfred D'Elia. At home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. Damn right you do, Big <laughs> Al. Congratulations to the children that won. I, I don't know. Uh, USA. I watched zero seconds. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is Tony from Bartlett. Just listen to my Monday morning ritual of the fresh episode. Jay, you are correct. Near Fredo's, that Country Donuts on Roselle Road, is the original location of the one that Rick talked about going to on 19 in Hanover Park. Mm -hmm. They've been around forever, and the best part about Country Donuts is they have not surrendered to the peanut allergy crap. One of their best donuts is dipped in glaze and rolled in crushed peanuts. <laughs> Love listening to you guys every Monday. All right. Uh, nice. Cool. Yeah. So so it is the same place you tried. That's cool. That's good to know. You'll have to try it again. I, I have to take <laughs> objection with the peanut allergy crap. I have funny. children in my family that will die if the peanut goes in her mouth. So it's not, not my daughter, but cousins. Uh, so it's not crap, but I understand what you're saying. That's, you know, maybe they just don't, they're just, they have peanut stuff there. That's cool. Um, I like peanuts. Yeah. I eat them all the time. Just not when my cousins are around that could die if they inhale even like a little skin from a peanut. Um, right. But sounds good. I will, next time I'm on the way to Fredo's, I will make a detour and certainly mm -hmm. try that place. Cause if you judge by like just the outside of the building, which can be dangerous, but sometimes it can tell you the whole story. Yeah. You know, like, oh, the sign looks old and looks like this place has been here for a while. Yes. That usually is a good indicator that the place is good. Mm hmm. Yeah. So I'll check that out next time I'm around. And Rick, if you're near there, see if it's how it compares yes. to the other one. And we'll, again, more sacrifices we're willing to make for the podcast. Right. It's really heroic, I think. I That's the word that came to mind for me. Absolutely. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fans. Shoot us an email. I'm fatpod at gmail.com. That's what New York Gabe did. Gabe says, I was wondering if you guys have ever been in a situation like this. Applebee's unlimited boneless wings rolled into town. I had Arby's for lunch, lots of fries, at least 20 boneless wings for dinner. Went home and must have had like two bottles of water. Played some WWE 2K23 where my son proceeded to kick my ass six times. Damn, that game's good. We watched Cable Guy. I drank three more bottles of water. A can of pop while eating more buffalo wings. Went to bed and I woke up in the middle of the night with the worst dry mouth ever. My question was, all this water consumption from the meat... Oh, I'm sorry. Was the dry mouth all from the water consumption or from the meat sweats? <laughs> Or do I have a cold? Has anyone ever consumed this much water in a day uh, from the meat sweats? And he says, have a good Labor Day. I'm going to guess that your dry mouth was caused by the wings. I was going to say by the weed that is inevitably well, part that of this, too. too. Um, but, I mean, eating that much, it's a lot of cayenne pepper or whatever, paprika, whatever's going to be in there. I know you drank yeah. a lot of water, but uh, I'm going to guess it's from the wings. However, yeah, that's my guess. I saw this story last week, and this is not like this is not a joke. Uh, a woman from Indiana died from drinking too much water. 
It was like 4th of July weekend. This is from NBC5 Chicago. The lady was like out on the boat all weekend and got like super dehydrated. So she drank mm-hmm. a ton of water, like four bottles in 30 minutes. It caused her brain tissue to swell. By Tuesday night, she was unconscious and she never woke up again. Isn't that one of the ecstasy things too? Uh, one of the what? I'm sorry. Like ecstasy things too, where it's like you just get so hot that you need to keep drinking water, and then some people just basically drown themselves. Oh, I don't know. That I feel like that might be a thing, or I made it up. That's terrifying, though. Yeah. Ugh. Yikes! Like of all the ways to go. Ugh. Nope. Don't like yeah. that. Yeesh. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Your brain. Like they talk about your brain turning into a sponge. But uh, not literally. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. This one's from Kelly in Milwaukee. Okay. Thank you for all the Milwaukee love on this week's podcast. I'll always be a Chicagoan, but after 30 years here, Milwaukee is a close second. So glad you both like it up here, too. Now, just give me an NHL team and I'll be good. Yes. What a shame you didn't. Yes, that, that would make a lot of sense. What a shame you didn't. Uh, put out the YouTube version because I listened to the podcast version first and I could just feel how great an episode it was because you were together and feeding off each other. I laughed out loud several times. We have donuts up here too, Rick. So come up for a weekend and grab a crawler at Greebs. Greebies? Greebies? G-R-E-B-E. Five stars every week for me. That's Kelly in Milwaukee. All right. That sounds good. I mean, donuts. Hell yeah. And Milwaukee's great. I would love for Milwaukee to get a hockey team. And there was, yeah. like, this story that, like, the Wurtzes, like, at least Bill Wurtz, shocking, didn't want to, like, have a team that close that could compete with them. But um, that's no longer the case. Like, if Milwaukee wanted a team, the Hawks would not put up any sort of fight about it at all. I think there's a yeah. reason the Hawks went up there and played last preseason. Um, yeah, they're trying to get some fans from up there. But at the same time, like, hockey in Milwaukee would be awesome. That would be mm-hmm. awesome. An instant rival. Instant rival. That would be great for the game. All right, let's do one more since we're running behind. We got a couple extras we want to get to. Uh, Pat, we're going to get to you next week. Thank you for that. And then someone said, I forgot to put the name down, with four really great questions. We're going to save those for next week. But let's do one more here. This is from Tim. Tim says, um, this post about the Chinese restaurant 3.5 star rule went viral last September. And I honestly can't remember if you discussed it or not. Okay, so to catch people up, and I don't know if we did or not, but here's what it is. The logic behind the Chinese restaurant three and a half star rule is explained by TikTok user Freddie Wong. He says, cultural expectations are different in Asia. The service is not as proactive. People on Yelp are insufferable. When that happens, Yelpers are hating the service yet love the amazing authentic food, which balances it all out and leads to the sweet spot of three and a half stars. (laughs) <laughs> so that makes sense I actually that's like, great that actually makes a ton of sense to me um, it really does okay so Tim, Tim goes on to say an email from episode 207 made me think of it we eat at this Korean rest or we eat at Korean restaurants quite a bit and I would say it applies there as well having lived in Rockford for a long time I can say from experience it applies to Mexican and barbecue there mm-hmm. and probably many other places too my question for you on this topic are do you agree with the concept and are there places you go where the food is outstanding, but the service, aesthetics, or other factors would keep most normies away. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of places like that where you drive by and you're like, oh, that looks a little dingy or I don't mm-hmm. know. I think, I, I don't know. There's, 
I'll just say, like, I think there's a lot of Chinese restaurants that are like that because they don't, they're not overly concerned with the aesthetic. Like, you'll just walk in and it will just be kind of an empty room with a counter. Yeah. But the food is great, right? Or maybe the service, you know, on the phone is not super polite, but it's usually a language barrier. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, I think that concept makes a ton of sense to me. And, and I think in terms of aesthetics, it definitely works for uh, like hot dog, like Vienna beef hot dog places, yeah. hot dog stands. If it looks a little iffy, it's probably gonna be really good. Yes. I don't want a spotless hot dog place. Yeah. That's <laughs> kind of weird. Imagine. Well, he talked about the place I talked about a couple weeks ago, uh, weeks ago is Mickey's in or in Oak Forest. And the first thing I noticed mm-hmm. was, wow, this place is really clean. Yeah. But the, but the food was terrific. Like that was kind of like the exception because most places you go like that, eh, we'll get around to cleaning the floors at some point. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can just tell like there's wear and tear. And like we said before, like any place that's been there a long time is mm-hmm. going to have there's sacrifices that have to be made for right. time and for sanity by the ownership and everything. And sometimes, yeah. hey, we'll cut a little corner on, you know, mopping the bathroom every night. As long as the food's yeah. great. And yeah, if, the, if the floor resembles a cast iron pan where it's it looks like it's been seasoned well, yeah, then you're probably in the right place. Well, before so years and years ago, before Los Angeles remodeled, they've actually remodeled twice. So I mean, Hope never saw the original Los Angeles, but it was basically a takeout counter, a kitchen, mm-hmm. and then there were maybe like 10 tables but like the floor was dirty i don't even think there was like tile on the floor if there was it was like black tile it was dingy in there now it's gorgeous like it's marble countertops and it's you know Mm -hmm. uh like shiplap and and well rock walls and like it's just it's beautiful in there now but when they first got started in those first what 30 years or 40 years they were in business it was kind of a like you would call it like a divey kind of a place um, I wish I could find old pictures. They got to be somewhere. I'll look. Uh, Leah, who now runs the place, she took over for her mm-hmm. uh, parents. She's got to have pictures on her Instagram of or her Facebook of old Rosie's pictures. I'll see if I can find them because people who have only been there in recent years would not believe it's the same place. It's crazy. Okay. Yeah. The one that the one that I thought of was is a place that's closed now. But uh, when I was in DeKalb, uh, Lucalos was at the corner of Annie Glidden and 38, which is Lincoln Highway in DeKalb. Okay. Uh, Roosevelt Road to most of you. And Lucalo's is the place you get beer nuggets from. You order delivery from Lucalo's. <laughs> in a worst case scenario, you pick up at Lucalo's. You never, ever eat inside of Lucalo's. <laughs> Like that was that was the thing. It's like it's like a 90-10-0 situation here. 90% of the time you're getting that delivered, 10% of the time you go pick it up. Never ever eat it in person. You never eat it there. Can I ask but the why? beer nuggets were great. What it was, was just dirty and and it it, it it talked about good vibes earlier, bad vibes. But you know when the vibes <laughs> don't matter? The vibes don't matter when you're ordering delivery 
and the beer nuggets are good and they come with like three different sauces and it's an entire bag full of beer nuggets. I'm with you on that. All right. Fair enough. They're close, so it doesn't matter, but good insight. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Follow us on all of our social media at I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon if you would like as well. Throw a couple bucks our way. T Public is I'm Fat Merch.com. That's the quickest way to get there. YouTube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. Help us on our never ending quest to get to a thousand subscribers. So hit that subscribe button. Come on. You can also like each video. So yeah, we want to get to a thousand. And then subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe the regular podcast feed and leave us the old five-star reviews. We've been lacking on the reviews lately in any sort of rating, so that would be much appreciated if you have not done so already. Uh, and the best thing to do is check out our sponsors. Charlie the Baking Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. So, for J, for J, ah, Nice. I almost got there. Nailed it. For the 215-pound Jay Zawoski, <laughs> I am the 215-pound Rick Camp, and this is the I'm Fat Podcast. 55 burgers, 55 fries, 55 tacos, 55 pies, 55 coke, 100 tater tots, 100 pizzas, 100 tenders, 100 meatballs, 100 coffees, 55 wings, 55 shakes, 55 pancakes, 55 pasta, 55 peppers, and 155 taters.